Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Tuesday, March 15th, and this is People Every Day. Hi, everyone. This is your host, Janine Rubenstein, and there is so, so much news to get into, so let's do just that. First up, Vladimir Klitschko, former world heavyweight boxing champion, ex of actress Hayden Panettiere, and brother of Kiev Mayor Vitaly Klitschko, has spoken out to people about what he's seeing on the ground as war rages on in his home country of Ukraine. He said, there are human bodies on the ground that no one picks up. It's just too many dead. Too many. This is brutal war. It's unimaginable what is happening here. This is hell. Klitschko, who's been there fighting against Russian attacks alongside his countrymen, went on to say, I've been a fighter, but this is the fight. This is the fight of my life. This is the fight of the life of millions of us. And we learned today that among the dead is London-based Fox News photographer Pierre Zekshevsky, who was reporting alongside a correspondent outside of Kiev when their vehicle was struck by incoming fire. The war zone journalist was 55 years old. It's truly devastating to hear these stories coming out of Ukraine, but so important that so many citizens and journalists are speaking out and reporting on what's happening there for the world to know. Well, moving on to entertainment and something a lot less heavy, let's talk a bit about last night's Bachelor episode. It was the first part of the two-part finale during which Clayton revealed to the remaining contestants, Rachel and Gabby, that Susie peaced out and left because he still didn't know which one of them he planned to choose in the end, telling them, get this, he's in love with them all. Unsurprisingly, both women weren't happy to hear it. All three of us? All three of us. He told me he was falling in love with me. And he told Rachel. That's not fair. Oh my God. I feel like I can't breathe. This show is always messy, but this is just wild. I genuinely have no idea what might happen in the rest of the finale. And I'm a little scared to find out. And one more bit of drama to discuss. In case you missed it, the Power of the Dog director, Jane Campion, made some bizarre comments during her acceptance speech for Best Director at the Critics' Choice Awards over the weekend. Listen. And, you know, Serena and Venus, you are such marvels. However, you do not play against the guys. (laughs) Like I have to. She apologized for her words on Monday, though, saying in a statement, quote, I made a thoughtless comment equating what I do in the film world with all that Serena Williams and Venus Williams have achieved. I did not intend to devalue these two legendary Black women and world-class athletes. Well, there you have it. Now, let's move on to the latest documentary that's got everyone talking. 
The A&E docuseries Secrets of Playboy has been running for several weeks and has stirred up some nefarious allegations against the famous robe-clad man behind the legendary adult brand, Hugh Hefner. Hefner was known for his relationships with countless women, but the latest episode makes some shocking accusations about his relationship with Dr. Mark Saganor. Saganor was Hefner's personal physician and was a regular at the mansion. Saganor's daughter, Jennifer, alleges Hefner and her father formed an intimate relationship. During the 80s and 90s, the doc claims that Hefner's inner circle created their own, quote, mini mansions where women were allegedly recruited and then assaulted. Jennifer claims to have borne witness to this behavior and alleges that no one, including herself, was off limits to Hefner, her friends, or her father. Joining me now to get into the latest in this story is People's Senior News Editor, Lanford Beard. Hi, Lanford. Thank you for taking the time. Hey, Janine. Thank you so much. Well, the latest episode really just highlights this Dr. Saganor. So I want to start there. We know he was Hugh Hefner's personal physician, but apparently they were good friends too, and allegedly much more. So take us into what the purported nature of Saganor's relationship was with the former Playboy mogul. Yes, as you said, Dr. Mark Saginaw was Hugh Hefner's primary physician. Their friendship, though, spanned decades and seemed to go beyond just a doctor-patient relationship. At one point, for several years, Dr. Saginaw moved into the Playboy Mansion in Los Angeles, and they continued, for the most part, to be friendly and communicative for decades, leading up even until Hefner's final days before his death in September 2017. There was, at one point in 2004, a moment when Hefner distanced himself for Dr. Saganor because there were allegations against him, which have since been basically cleared from his record, and he has gone through rehab, but they became friendly as the years went on closer to Hefner's death. The dark side of this relationship was that Jennifer, Dr. Saganor's daughter, has discussed a, quote, predatory pattern of behavior that her father engaged with women in the mansion's orbit, sometimes with Hefner himself and other friends of Hefner. And she also alluded to how that kind of played into a history between the men of what was, she says, more than friendship. She actually says that her father was, quote, the love of Hugh Hefner's life. And there were several allusions in the ninth episode of the Secrets of Playboy series about the kind of wild swinging days of the 1970s. And Hefner himself even spoke openly about them, acknowledging that, quote, there was more than a little bisexuality going on during the orgies at the Playboy Mansion at that time. Wow. And so not only those two men having a relationship together, but also she says she was pulled into this as well, right? So Saginaw's daughter, Jennifer, claims that she grew up at the mansion, and she also details how men, like her father, created these mini-mansions that kind of emulated Hefner's Playboy Mansion. So what do we know about how these mini-mansions were said to have operated? I mean, do we know where they were, how many there were, who went there, and and how was Jennifer implicated? Yeah, basically the mini mansions, or as they called them, the shadow mansions, were an extension of Hefner's home base in Holmby Hills, the Playboy Mansion West. It was a way for his friends to kind of extend the Playboy party lifestyle, particularly in the 1990s, because Hefner had gotten married to Kimberly Conrad and kind of had put a pin in his party boy ways for a while, but 
you know, of course, these men were used to this lifestyle of 24-7, 365 partying, the playboy vision of what it was to be a man about the world. So they kind of sprinkled these houses across L.A., and it was said that they would either act as themselves or send out these quote-unquote scouts to find beautiful young women who wanted to be part of the Playboy empire, who might want to audition to be playmates or be models and actresses. And they would invite them to come to parties by promising them the prospect of modeling work. Sometimes even, allegedly, they set up dormitories in their mini-mansions and the women would live there. One of the most disturbing parts of the docuseries are the allegations of sexual exploitation and assault and drugs and alcohol are said to have played a large part in that. So can you talk about that? That availability of these kind of mood-altering substances sometimes put women in a position where they were a little looser and they might be more readily available for sexually compromising positions that would either be photographed or taped. And it was became this kind of quid pro quo, you know, the cost of rent, so to speak, according to the allegations in the show. Jennifer Saginor, for her part, because she claims that she grew up in the Playboy Mansion and her father, she said, had one of these shadow mansions, she was at these parties, she grew up in this lifestyle, and she said she would walk in on all sorts of crazy and, by her own telling, horrifying situations. Well, we should underscore that People has not directly confirmed the allegations made in this series. And as we know, the Hefner family and many others have spoken out against the accusations and have painted a very different picture of what went on there. But thank you so much, Lance, for breaking this all down for us. Thank you, Janine. Hope to speak to you again sometime soon. Coming up after the break, I am talking Haley Bieber's health scare with People's Julie Mazziota. The star suffered a blood clot in her brain last week, so we get into how common it is for someone so young to experience that and what we all should look out for. But first, it's Tuesday, and we've got another round of trivia for you. It's the 50th anniversary of one of the most famous films in history, The Godfather. And believe it or not, one of the stars of the film didn't even memorize their lines. The actor used cue cards instead to bring more spontaneity to the performance. So today's Tuesday trivia question for you, which actor used cue cards while filming The Godfather? Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. We are back, and did you figure it out? 
The actor who used cue cards for his Oscar-winning performance was none other than Marlon Brando. This was Brando's second Academy Award win. He also won for 1954's On the Waterfront. Brando famously stuffed cotton balls in his cheeks to give his Godfather character a different look and sound for the film. And in an interview with Seth Meyers, Robert Duvall talked about his Godfather co-star's quirk, saying... When he had the big scene with Pacino in the garden, uh, he leaned back in his lines on a tree. <laughs> he had him on a tree! Absolutely. <laughs> and the award for least prepared iconic actor goes to Mr. Marlon Brando. Over the weekend, we learned the really scary news that Haley Bieber suffered a small blood clot in her brain. Thankfully, she is now home and doing well after it passed naturally, but it understandably shook her and her husband, Justin Bieber, to their cores. And it's shaken a lot of fans as well. Haley is young. She's only 25. And so many people, myself included, have questions as to how and why this happened. So joining me now to talk about it is People Health writer Julie Mazziota. Hey, Julie. Thanks for coming on the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, people spoke to a doctor after this happened who told us that blood clots like the one Haley had can form for different reasons, both environmental and genetic. So how did the doctor describe those two different reasons and, and what to look out for? I spoke with Dr. Zam Hussein, who's the director of the Cerebrovascular Center at the Cleveland Clinic, and he said that it's very important that people understand their family's health history. If there's any kind of history of blood clotting in their family, that's important for them to know. It makes them more vulnerable for these at a younger age. If you don't have a genetic background of blood clots, you want to make sure to look out for issues like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, difficulty with sugars. There's a lot of risk factors like unhealthy diets or lack of exercise that can lead to these. Well, Haley wrote on her Instagram that while she was eating breakfast with her husband, she started having stroke-like symptoms. And just so scary. So what are some of the signs? What are those symptoms that people should look out for when it's happening? When you have a blood clot that moves to the brain, what happens is it's cutting off oxygen and your brain is extremely susceptible to changes in oxygen level because that just controls your whole body. The acronym you want to look out for or think about is BFAST. So the B stands for balance. E is for eyes having trouble vision. F is for face drooping. A is for arm or limb weakness. S is for speech difficulty. And the T means that it's time to call 911. Dr. Hussein said the stroke is really a situation where every second counts. Just with oxygen getting cut off to your brain, you want to get to the hospital. And so it was stroke-like symptoms that she described, but was it a stroke? So our understanding, having not, you know, checked her out ourselves, is that what she had was so small, it was just a mild blood clot. That's typically called a mini-stroke or a transient ischemic attack, a TIA. And that means that there was a blood clot, but it dissolves completely and the person was able to pass it themselves and is fully recovered. If it if they had done an MRI scan and found that there was damage to her brain, in that case, that would be considered a stroke. Oh, my goodness. I mentioned earlier, Haley is only 25. She's really young. I feel like I don't usually hear about people experiencing something like this at that age. Is it common at that age? And, and can anything be done to prevent it? It's definitely not common at that age. But Dr. Hussein said that it is something that's happening in younger and younger people. And he said a lot of that is due to environmental causes, like unhealthy lifestyles, maybe not eating well or not getting in regular exercise. And then genetics is the other factor. So again, if you have a family history of blood clotting, then you want to be aware of that and make sure that your doctor is doing regular health checkups with you to watch out for any chance of a blood clotting. 
he also mentioned that if you have COVID-19 illness at any point, it does tend to cause blood clots. But he said that fortunately, most people don't run into that issue. So it's not the highest risk factor. And as far as we know, she's still on the men and, and should be fine. Is, is there any thinking that once you have one, you'll have another one? Or He did say that the immediate days and weeks after you have one of these are the most susceptible time to have one again. So you're definitely on a higher alert for the next few months. And he said once you pass about the six-month mark, that's when you start to get closer to the general population's risk of blood clotting. So you, you should return to normal, and that should be the case for Haley. Oh, God, we hope so. Well, thank you so much. This is all so helpful, and I appreciate you taking the time to break it down with me. Of course. Thanks for having me. Okay, we've just about reached the end of the show, which means it's time for something to make you smile. And today, it's a very special promposal, if you will. Over the weekend, Sinclair Mitchell, who's starring as Mr. Hawkins in the North American tour of the musical The Prom, proposed to longtime boyfriend Joe Kakofsky on stage after performance in Rhode Island. We've been dating for the past 12 and a half years. I want you to know that it's been the happiest 12 years of my entire life. That from this day till my last day, if you will have me. Congrats to those two, and goodbye to you all for now. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of People Every Day. 